Good evening. Oh, we've got a full lounge. Well, not a full lounge. We've got quite a few of you in the lounge this evening. Bear with me. I'm just going to get my pad. Oh, sorry. There we go. Um, hello to you guys on TikTok. Um, excuse my hair, guys. I took Ralphie for a walk today and I got absolutely drenched um, this afternoon. Honestly, I look like a drowned rat, so I just had to tie it all up. So I you do look, look that bad. Well, I do look that bad, actually, let's be honest, but there we go. Um, right, let's go straight to the questions um, and stop talking about my hair. Uh, <laughs> right, who's got their hand up? One second, let me just get rid of that and then go to the hands. Um, actually, before, Jill, you are first in the queue and I will come to you in one second. Um, but just to let you all know that obviously I'm live on TikTok. Um, I know that you guys know that, but I always feel out of courtesy just to let you guys know that obviously it's a very public forum. So just be careful what you're telling me. Um, obviously, don't disclose any names or any private details. Um, and I do record this so that we can put it out on the podcast later on as well. Okay. Um, so, Jill, let me start with you whenever you're ready. What's your question? Can you hear me? I can, yes. Hi, Jill. Hi. Um, so, I know we've spoken um, off of here as well, but <clears throat> I've got the port to final hearing on the 19th of October, which is actually two weeks today. Yeah. My first question is, the court haven't specified when the position statement had to be filed. So position statements, Jill, are usually filed on the morning of the hearing or the just be, like the, the, the day before, sort of around three o'clock, just before court closes. Okay, that's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously this has been going on for nearly seven years now. And the youngest child is will be 15 to two days after the court case. Yeah. Um, do you think that, you know, much weight is going to be put put in dads, you know, the boys are the boys are specifying what their what their wishes and feelings are. Yeah. The older one has already come off, he's just sixteen now. Yeah. Um so do you think there will be much weight? Because I just don't know how much help and how much money I really do need to spend to actually get any support for this final hearing. Just just remind me, Jill, the, the wishes and feelings of the youngest is what's the preference there? Um, well, he hasn't actually seen his dad for two years because of um, just ongoing issues yeah. and dad saying that he didn't know whether he was his and he wanted a DNA test. That's and, right, that's right. Oh, you know, on and on and on, really. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah. a girlfriend who's an alcoholic and he's allergic to dogs and they have dogs in the house and... Um, he, you know, Kafkas have supported the boys in, in their wishes and feelings. Yet um, the dad now is basically saying that Kafkas um, are my friends um, and he wants to cross-examine them on the day. Well, he, he won't be allowed to do that. I mean, he can he can challenge the report, but he's not going to be allowed to do that. Um, but answering your, your previous question, Jill, um, I think at that age, absolutely, I would have probably said this to you before, um, the wishes and feelings of that child will be 100% relied upon, more so because he is going to be 15 um, yeah. after the hearing. And at 16, as you know, 
the court just won't make an order. But it, it kind of starts before then. So at 15, even, you know, the court's going to say, look, there is no point. Um, because what, what would need to happen is an investigation into the last two years. Um, and of course, if there's been no contact there, psychologically, the damage that that's done, uh, what I mean by that is denying paternity. Um, the court just aren't going to enter into it. You know, they, they will take the view that if the child wants to have a relationship, um, then he'll just do so. You know, he doesn't need the permission of the court or an order from the court. Um, and they'll leave it that, in his that's hands. My argument, Tracy, all yeah. way along, because he, yeah. he follows the boys, stalks them, yeah. writes some horrendous emails, and he's just basically pushed them away. But it's you know it's seven years nearly, yeah. and um, they've not they've not stayed overnight with him since we left the marital home. So. Yeah, it's I, a long time, isn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I don't know if I've said this to you um, before, Jill, but have you made inquiries with the criminal side of things to see, because I know at 18 they can definitely get a non-molestation out against Dad, and, and I would strongly advise that, but I don't know if they're able to do it at 16. I genuinely well, don't know where the law sits there in crime. Yeah, well, we, we do have a police thing going because he keeps turning up at our house and um, the police are just so slow to come back. Um, you know, they say they're going to come back and they, they text me to ask me when I'm available and I reply and they yeah. still don't come back. So, yeah. you know, I'm not holding much much breath there. Yeah. But for a final hearing, considering it's so sort of ridiculous, really, would, you know, would... Would a solicitor, do I need a barrister if I if I want some support? Or, or you know, could I not ask for a solicitor? Um, I, I honestly, I don't think you need one. I really don't yeah. think you, I don't, honestly. Look, here's what I'm going to do, Jill. Drop, drop me an email anyway, because um, it, the bundle should be, when's the hearing? 19th of October. Yeah, so is the bundle done yet? No, I haven't got a clue. I don't even, that was going to be my final question. Oh, Sorry, okay. No, no, it's fine. I am helping anyone else. Yeah, no, um, absolutely you are. I yeah. don't need to include. Yeah. Um, so with a bundle, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, to, to put one on display, actually, the index. What I'll have to do is, is redact the names. Um, but that's a really good, um, I'm just thinking there, that's going to be a really good, even a good TikTok to do. Um, what what we'll do, Jill, is because I have to get a little bit specific and I don't want to do that. Why don't you drop me an email and I'm more than happy um, for you and I to pick this up, say, tomorrow during the day. And I can I can let you know exactly what needs to go in the index to the bundle. OK, um, and, and yeah. how you put that together. Fantastic. I've got one more thing to say. Yeah, which is, sure. Is, is... Not very, not very nice for anyone to listen to. But basically, it had gone to, to the last hearing, yeah. and Kafkas were happy to support the boys. Yeah. Um, you know their wishes and feelings. The boys had written letters to the judge. Yeah. Everything was fine, and then the dad decided that he felt that that I had um, had an incestuous relationship oh. with the boys. Um, which is why I think it, it did go to a final hearing. But there's been no correspondence, as in you know, uh, what would actually happen towards that has not been mentioned. Um, I have contacted social services myself because obviously it's a massive, and, and the judge did say that to him, but it's a massive, massive yeah. allegation. Yeah. Um, and I did feel um, that they were sort of trying to allude him to, you know, say something. But anyway, yeah. he's put it into an email to me that he's never said that. Um, 
So I don't know whether he's having a bad day on the court day, but I think, you know, this is why the final hearing's happening. Yeah, well, I mean, look, uh, there'll be no weight given to those allegations because in order for weight to be given, the court would have done a fact find, first of all, to see Uh, if... Exactly, and and I've tried to get hold of, um, you know, um, the powers that be for child abuse and um, what have you, and uh, they just don't seem to be interested, Tracy. I feel like I'm trying to hand myself in. Yeah. for some support, um, but it's like no one's interested. But but, the, but, just... but that's a good thing. The reason they're not interested is because they they just don't believe it, and you know it's not going to be relied upon at the final hearing with Dad. You know this this is going to be over. I would have thought quite quickly. You've probably had it listed for a day, have you? The final hearing. Oh, yeah, that's yes. what scared me. Yes. No, it, I reckon it will be all over by lunchtime. I really do. Yes. I really do. But yeah, drop oh. me an email, um, and what I will do, Jill, because I do have um, not a quiet day tomorrow but I have got a little bit more time than I normally have um, and I'll give you a call. When you drop me the email, just let me know what times that you're available um, and I'll give you a call and we'll we'll get to work on doing that bundle, okay? Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you so much. All right, speak to you soon. Can I say hi to Missy? Because, you know, we are are the biggest fans. You are, mate. (laughs) She's here. (laughs) Thanks, Jill. All right. Thanks, Tracy. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Yeah, Jill and Missy uh, sign in every evening and they're always in the lounge listening to what's going on over here. Um, And there they are today. And because of that, they've now become friends, which is really nice. Um, So next on my list is Queen B47. So whenever you're ready, Queen, what's your question? I have to say this, this is my first time going live with yourself. And it was my brother who actually followed you on Facebook who recommended yourself. Oh, okay. And I have to say, the platform has been absolutely amazing. The people are amazing on there. Oh, good. Um, and the amount of and the amount of advice that has been crossed, it's really given me a bit more confidence in oh, what, what I'm actually doing. Oh, that's so nice to so, hear because that's I'd why we set like it up. I'd like to thank everyone for that. Oh. Um, I've got a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, I'm going to call you Queen um, because you are the Queen um, of all the legal stuff. Um, I've got a situation where uh, we're going on holiday. I have put it out on the platform. Yeah. Um, and my brother, whose son is turning 16, um, he's been going off on holidays with his mom, and this is the first time he's actually going in term time. Yeah. Now, we have wrote to the school, we sent them an email that profoundly said, no, we're not going to accept um, him taking four days before half term. We filled the form in, and now my brother's contemplating, what do we do? Do we go, or do we? how do we go about it? Because the mother hasn't actually given the passport, but the t- she, she is aware of the holiday, that's right. the first question I've got. Um, he has got a child arrangements order in place. What does that He's say? Yeah, what does the what does the order say? Because that's where we need to take our guidance from if there's a current order in place already. So basically, it's the same as myself. Um, has to provide the itinerary, where he's going, what dates he's going. Um, and as long as that's provided and notice is given, he can take the child out of the country. Okay. There is no prohibited steps orders in place or anything. She's she's um she's taken him in and out of the country. My brother's never said anything. This is his first opportunity. He's nervous now to approach the school again, asking for the four days before half term. What does he do? Well, if if it's in a direct breach to the order, he has to take it back to enforce the order. But because okay. where you where you've got a little bit of a grey area 
is that chances are the order doesn't allow for you to take the child out of school. So whilst okay. it allows for holidays, as long as sufficient notice is given and all these boxes have been ticked, because he wants to take them out of school, that's probably where he's going to come up against a bit of a wall because mum has the perfect opportunity there to say absolutely not. Is he able to adjust the dates? Can he adjust the dates? No. Well, no. then all he can because... do is take it back to court. That's all he can do. Right. Okay. But this is the first time in 16 years that he's taken his son. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. If, if, you know, if the order says that he has to give notice and he hasn't given notice mm -hmm. out of school holidays, then he's going to have to take it back to court. Okay. So that, that was the first question. Okay. Um, the, the second is, um, I have given notice to my ex-partner um, and I've given the sufficient notice. I'm following the court order. I've given him the itinerary where I'm stopping, yeah. dates, everything. Yeah. The school has the school has granted and authorised four days for my son who's in primary. Yeah. Um, and this, that's absolutely fine because he's never had any um, any holidays since he's been at school. Yeah. He's wrote an email to the school saying, "How is this possible? She's kept my confidentiality due to the fact that there was domestic violence, and she's basically said." the head teacher has granted it and um as long as you as she said to me as i've given him everything all the evidence everything basically that when we're going when we're coming back um even um arranged a video contact whilst we're away um and now yesterday he sent another email that i haven't um agreed this i haven't um uh, authorized this um and i'm not happy about you taking him and, and I'm just thinking, I've given you enough notice. If you what I, what I would what I would say there is, if you've complied with the order, then you can go. Mm -hmm. If okay. you've complied with the order, then you can go. That's what I would say. And it would be the opposite to what your brother's situation is. If he didn't agree, being your ex, he would need to take yeah. the matter back to court. Okay. Because you've complied with the order. All right. Okay, so I'm complying right. with the order and I, yeah. I have everything in place. I've, I, I sent him an email on the 14th of September, gave yeah. him the dates when we're travelling, yeah. sent him the itinerary by the 22nd of, 25th of September. You know, I had the authorisation from the school. Um, you know, everything's been above board. Yeah, no, I He's agreed to it and then all of a sudden he's just gone, bang. I'm not happy about it. You're just advantaging yeah. my son from school, blah, blah, okay. blah. Being a hindrance. Yeah. Because he knows that we're going on holiday and he's he's, he's trying to... And I'm, what I'm fearing is if he starts something at the airport... It, well, you've is... got... you've Yeah, but you've, you've got the order. You've got the order. So you're not in breach of anything. I wouldn't worry about it. You know, he's going to have to go back to court to get another order to stop you from going. All right? Okay. Great. Um, and okay. The third, the third thing was All right. um, basically um, I'm still uh, getting real narcissist emails from. I can't have a civil conversation with him yeah. over an app which the um, the court advises to go through. Yeah. And he's, you know, I can I can suggest something and say he's come back this way or he's come back that way. Can you explain? And I will get like uh, five hundred, you know, six hundred, seven hundred. Back, then I would like... I would stop using the app. It's as simple as that. I would I just wouldn't communicate. 
Yeah, because the thing is, Queen, you're you're, you're not going to change him. He is who he is. No. And I said this to yeah. a client earlier on today. I was having a consultation. Sure. At the end of the day, if they are controlling, if they're narcissistic, if they're mean, evil, yeah. horrible, mm. when you separate, mm. you magnify that by ten. So mm. I just want to communicate and he, with him. He even but challenged I'm... the judge on the last okay. hearing. All right. And he made a complaint against her. Yeah. And he, she categorically sent an email to my solicitor to say. I'm sorry, he had enough time, and it is sealed, the court yeah. order is sealed, and, and I won't be entertaining this. But he's, he challenged her. I know. You're not, not going to... All, all I would say, Queen, is you're, you're not going to change him, all right? Well, look, I hope we've helped, and I'm going to I'm gonna skip on to the next caller. Everyone's okay. waiting really yeah, patiently. So okay, That's bye. Uh, AKC, you are next on my list. What's your question? Hi there. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. What's your question? Basically, I want you to ask you in regards to divorce. Yeah. Um, I, I did an application for divorce that was in 2021. Yeah. Around September, I think it was around August, basically. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, my ex didn't respond to it. So we did a process server, I think, um, when he sent the baby. Yeah. So they managed to um, get him and hand, hand him the divorce uh, petition. So he did get it. So from then on, obviously, um, that, that piece of paper came back to my solicitor. And she sent it off, as far as I know, she sent it off, obviously, it's called deemed service. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so she, she sent it off. Um, Ten months later, coming, obviously, waiting, waiting, obviously, from um, this July, we got a letter from the court saying that payment hasn't been made. Normally, they call you to take the payment. Is yeah. that correct? The court calls you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 10 months later, they've sent a letter to you saying that um, because how busy we are, we couldn't call to take the payment. So if you can make, make that payment now. So the payment think, has been made. So, did I? Um, did I, I'm not very, I so, don't really understand the whole procedure myself, and I don't yeah. seem to be able to get it from my solicitor exactly what's going on. Yeah, but I'm just gonna court. hang on, hang on a second. I'm just gonna stop you there. I'm sure it's ringing a bell with me. Didn't I answer this email today? Um, I I I, res I responded to your email today. Um, because I, this is all ringing a bell. And at the end, I said, because you said to me, what have I applied for? And I said, I'm pretty sure it sounds like mm. a deemed service application, but actually mm. you need to go back and speak to your solicitor. So have you, you have you checked your emails? I definitely, I definitely responded to this one today, definitely. Yeah, I checked it earlier. I didn't get it. I'll have a look in case it was gone to the spam. Just wanted okay. to ask you, because I called the court yesterday I managed to actually get through to the court from that letter that was yeah. forwarded to me. Yeah. And they said to me they got a date on the 18th of November, but she couldn't explain to me what it was. What would that be? Is that for the, um, obviously for the judge to look at the deemed service? Yeah, so I think if once you see my email, you'll see that I said that it's really impossible for me to know what that is. I, ha I have no clue, really. I mean, you know, you're sort of saying to me, we've sent forms into the court, what could that be for? I mean, it could be for mm -hmm. anything. I mean, the fact that you've got a solicitor and they're not getting back to you, you just have to keep pushing. You know, there was a couple of words in the email that you used that indicated to me it was an application for deemed service, but I really wouldn't like to say. And then you've been mm -hmm. given a date and you're asking me what that date's for. I, I, I just wouldn't know, not, not without any more information. So you've got to go back to your solicitor. I listened to your podcast, one of the podcasts yesterday, and you mentioned that um, when someone can go for a deem service, you can um, put a um, between ISIS application together. Is that is that correct? You can well, put both of them together. Yeah, so the deem service is to show the court that you have served somebody with the divorce petition. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. then because you've proven service, if they accept your deemed service application, then you can apply for the decree NISA, yes. So if they accept it, then I have to apply, or can I not, can I do the application together? You can do it together, yes. Okay, all right, thank you. All right, thank no problem. Guys. Thanks, bye. Nat, you are next up. Um, sorry, because I'm. Um, this is quite uh, emotional, so I'm just trying to keep myself together at the moment. So all right, take your time. Uh, so I, I've spoken to you a couple of times. Um, I've got my my divorce I've applied for. Yeah, I do have a solicitor, some legal aid, but still going through. So if she can't officially help me, the okay. application it's just going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. Um, so uh, my my main question is, I I should have applied for a non molestation job when I left my husband, and I didn't. Um, partly because I pretty much had a breakdown when I left him. Um, yeah. Now I've left it this long, I've sort of made a rod for my own back, um, you know, without sort of speaking to you for hours about the situation. Um, there have been continuing episodes um, of his behaviour. Okay. Not extreme, but there have been episodes. Um, at, but because of those episodes, and probably mostly because of the extreme abuse, um, I, I have very bad um, uh, PTSD. I mean, I don't, I don't leave the house, and unfortunately, when I have left the house, he seems to have been there. When I've gone into my local area, and I've discovered that he has actually had access to my phone, I discovered this last week, and I left him over a year ago. Yeah. Um, my solicitor has said to me that because my legal aid is still going through and the next court day isn't till December, um, That's she, it's just going to take days. She can't really put the normalisation order in herself. She has advised me to try and go to one of the charities to help. Um, so I've gone to Days Chain, which is one that I'm familiar with from yeah. before, and yeah. it's just come back... Um, with the same reason why I remember me trying to do it when I originally left him and I know why I gave up because all they want you to do is you don't actually get to speak to anybody you have to fill out a load of forms and basically write down everything that you went through and um, I'm sure as you can hear from my voice I really struggle with this um, yeah and I just wondered if there are any charities out there where it's not just really a form-filling exercise because, yeah. Um, yeah, I just can't, I to go over it again and again, just okay. either, it's very difficult. Yeah, I, I hear you, Nat. So uh, when we apply for non-molestation, we have to do two forms. We have to uh, do the actual application form and then we have yeah. to attach a statement to it. Yeah. So with, with the people that you've spoken to and your legal aid solicitor, yes. who probably hasn't been able to do too much until they've got your legal aid certificate, what has, no, no, what have you managed to complete? Have you at least done the statement yet? No, so I haven't done. So she can't, um, she, she hasn't done anything to do with the non-molestation order. Okay. Um, and it... Uh, I have contacted Daisy Chain, um, yeah. and they have said that they want me to put together a written statement. Yeah, um, they're the first ones I've contacted. Uh, we do have local domestic abuse um, links, which I went, which supported me originally when I left, and I could have done it through them, but it was the same thing. And and also, you know, 
you didn't want to go to the police back then. Um, yeah. You know, like many people, you just, it's a whole other, you know, the mind just is in a very different place. But no, I haven't, I haven't done anything. Um, okay. No, basically, okay. I haven't put anything on so, the So, so essentially, you, you need help with the application and with putting the statement together and then lodging it with the court. Because that, that's all that yeah. needs to be done. And then, of course, we can get a court date and then you can get your non-molestation order. Um, yes, so yeah. we are more than happy to help you with that, Nat. That's not an issue at all. If you drop me an email, oh, um, we can you. certainly sort that out for you. Um, on a, on a yeah, l l Leave that with me. Um, but what I would say is that um, the reason I asked how far have you gone is because we are going to have to um, ask you the details for the statement yeah. and the statement has to be quite detailed okay yeah um, so unfortunately sure. you know um, I bless you I know it's difficult but it will require sort of an hour of your time to go through yeah. and tell us in detail what's going on or what's gone of course, on yeah. all right so as Thank long you. as long as you're as long as you can hold your nerve and do that Nat drop me an email and we'll sort okay. something out all right thank you so much no thank worries you. you look after yourself okay Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Um, Aisha, you are next up. Um, hi, Aisha. Hey, uh, so my question is basically, my partner has been granted um, decree absolute, but yeah. our child, we haven't been given a date for child arrangement and also um, finances. I've got the court date. Um, does that does the fact that he's been granted the decree absolute does it affect um, the financial order and um, that's next year in May yeah um, so it, he yeah. has also opened up a clinic um, with his business partner which is his new partner um, that I think it's registered in 2021 they had a grand opening a week before the um, decree absolute was granted um, would that affect my financial order? So the fact that the decree absolute has been pronounced, Aisha, it, it will have an impact on, on the financial order in that um, you can no longer claim any ongoing pension contributions, okay? But if the finances were started prior to that, then we can do what's called a stay of execution. So excuse me, we can actually sort of say to the court, look, we didn't want the decree absolute to be pronounced until the finances were, were sorted. Um, and yeah. therefore, um, we, we need to almost turn a blind eye to the fact that it's been made. But it, it will depend mm -hmm. very much on the timeline and what yeah. the communication was between you both. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um, I applied for uh, the financial order in August. Yeah. Um, August time, yeah, or July, July, August time. Yeah. Um, he's not giving any child maintenance. He doesn't want to sit for um, any mediation, absolutely nothing. Um, um, and um, the children, they, I've encouraged the children to go with him for overnight stays and everything, but now they've come back from a holiday and they are refusing to do overnight stays with their father. Um, they've never been away for this long um, yeah. and social services were uh, putting pressure on me to um, give allow the children to go even though there were safeguarding concerns there were CAFCAS involved he made allegations that my daughter had bruises on social services came and seen there's nothing there um, there's just he's just making a lot of noise right now 
would all of this stuff would it be considered not not in the finances because obviously that's got you know nothing to do with the finances that's got to do with the children really yeah. Um, so it, okay. it, it it depends on, on, you know, if you have an application for children in front of the court, because then my answer would be yes. But in terms of the yeah. finances, no, not really. The finances are very, very much separate from that. Um, and and okay. also in finances, we don't really take into account behaviour or conduct. Okay, um, fine. It, it's very clinical, about, the finances. And what about the child maintenance then? Well, that, that stays with CMS. So we don't, the family court don't really get involved with maintenance. That would stay with CMS. So I've contacted CMS yeah. and they said that they're going to be in touch with him. Yeah. But like they, they're, 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 they've um, said that they're going to uh, make an arrangement to get the money. The, the money's, the child maintenance money has gone down even further. Yeah. Um, but he's not making any payments. Then you have to take it back to CMS. We don't get involved with that, Aisha, unfortunately. So just basically write to them again. Yeah, or ring them, whichever. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. Right. So I'll I'll contact CMS and I have to apply for a state of execution. Yes. Well, depending on where you you need to take some advice on that really because you don't want yeah. to be making an application unless you know your prospects of success. So I think if you okay. haven't got a solicitor already, you, you it's time to get one. Is what I would say. Okay. For the finances. All right. All right? Okay. okay, thanks, thanks Aisha. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Um, just a quick question on TikTok. Somebody said, um, how long does it take a non-contested divorce to go through? 26 weeks. Um, so it's 26 weeks from start to finish if it's not contested, okay? And they are doing them now in the 26 weeks. And London Father, I've invited you up next whenever you're ready. Hi, what's your question? Um, so my question relates to one of the orders that was made to include fact-finding. Um, so at the conclusion, the judge made an order for the transcript of her judgment. Um, so it went over to the, um, the team who will basically transcribe the recordings, but it's actually turned out that the recording has gone missing. Um, this was confirmed by the organisation that were due to write up the transcript. Um, so they've refunded the money and so on. But is there anything that I need to do in terms of raising it to the judge's attention when we return to court? Because I don't have anything in terms of documentation for the outcome, as it were. I think, I think so So the company has lost the recording, not the court. No, the court, the court. So the company have said that the court have confirmed that they no longer have the recording. So oh, the court no. have lost the recording. Oh, no. Um, yeah. That that's not good because obviously the transcripts were being asked for for a reason. Um, yeah. I think what you need to do when you go back to court is is obviously depends how much you were relying on the transcripts and what they were there to evidence or to prove. But obviously yes. there's going to have to be some uh, conversation had with the judge because it's going to impact on your case or not the other person's case. I don't know the details. Um, yes, I mean, essentially, there was no findings, but the judge was the one who made the decision or made the call for a transcript to be made. Um, because there was no findings. Because there was no findings. Yeah, okay. She wanted her well, to be transcribed. Yeah, I mean, all, all she can do now is 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 do a further judgment and hand down something something else. Um, you know, words to that effect. She'll have notes, I'm sure, from her original 
judgment and she'll have to redo it if, if she wants it transcribed. I mean, it's nobody's fault but the courts really that it's gone missing. Yeah, that's not problem. So I do raise it to their attention. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Because you can't the the order can't be complied with if it can't be transcribed. I mean, there was there was an order that was made after that, and it, but it wasn't in uh, it wasn't verbatim. You know, the judge it wasn't verbatim in terms of a judgment. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're moving forward. We have a DRA coming up, so I guess I'll, I'll raise it at that at that yeah, stage. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for clarifying. You're welcome. No worries. Thanks. Bye. Good evening. Bye. Uh, Kieran, let's go back to you and see if it's a bit more. Hello, Kieran. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. That's much better. What's your question? Because I had my daughter, and uh, her mother uh, stopped letting me seeing her, and she blocked my number. She didn't respond to my email and everything. And after listening to a couple of uh, live show and uh, advices, I made a C one hundred application form. And uh, now um, I could, I'm a bit very anxious because I've never been to any kind of coach or anything. Okay. And I haven't had any solicitor. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Kieran, I can I? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Can I just ask, Kieran? So, you've made your C100 application, and this is to have contact with your daughter, yes? Yes. Okay. So, there's the, I mean, what, what I would say is just remember, and, and if you listen to me, you'll, you'll hear me say this almost every time I'm on Discord. But just remember that the law is very clear when it comes to children, and that is that the ch it's the children's right to have a relationship with both parents. So think of your C100 as your daughter's voice, if you like. Um, it's her way of sort of communicating to the court through you that actually she wants to have a relationship with you. And what you're saying is that she should have a relationship with me, and that is in her best interest. So don't be nervous at all. When you get to court, family court's not like crime. There isn't a public gallery. It's very private. So the only people in court will be you, your ex, and the judge. That's it. Just the three of you. Sometimes Kafkas is there, but not oh, very often. Thank you. And uh, she goes to swimming class. Uh, if I want to go meet her, will her mother can feel like kind of harassment. She can sit. It's a public area, or I can just go and meet her. No, as long as there's a court order that doesn't prevent you from going there, then that's absolutely fine. It's a public place, and you can go. Just all I would say is obviously be aware of the fact that you and mom aren't getting on. So whatever side of the pool mom's on, go and sit on the opposite side. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Kieran. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Sam Robinson, you are up next whenever you're ready. Yeah, um, I seem to be hitting a bit of a brick wall. Okay. Um, I have a court, there is a court order in place. Yeah. Um, but dad, dad see the girls um, every other weekend. So I pick them up from school on the Friday, drop them back at school on the Monday. Yeah. Because of domestic violence. Okay. Um, there's been a number of times over the last couple of months he's had them and ha they've come back to me and I've had to take them up to hospital um, because he's not gotten the right treatment. Um, and then I found out this morning that he was driving at 100 miles, well, 99 miles an hour. My daughter is, I seen on my 11 year old's phone this morning, she'd sent her older sister a message on Friday 23rd of September on the evening that she would she wanted help because dad was driving at 99 miles an hour and he tilted the car um i've spoken to my solicitor 
um she can't do anything at the moment because she's gone on leave um i've involved the police same again hit a brick wall because they're in my care at the moment that it's not an immediate risk um and never asked for social services to be involved and same again they're saying it's a contact issue um so let me some let me just clarify a couple of things first of all how long has the court order been in place um, since April of this year, yeah. So about six months, and in that well, before si- that, that sorry, before that, it was a court order in place for him to see the girls every other Saturday just for ten till five. Yeah, okay. But he took it back to court to get it in right in the that's fine. overnight contact. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I just would need to know the the existing order that that's all that we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's been yeah. in place for six months, so he gets alternate weekends. In in all of those six months, are we just talking about the two incidents there, or have there been more? No, um, no. Um, before um, my so just just give me just holidays. give me Sam just give me a number because obviously I don't need you to go through all the details of the incidents. But how many would you say in six months? How many incidents? So you've told me about, about two, four, about four or five, about four or five. So typically, what we're averaging about one incident a month. And given that he only yeah. sees the children two times a month, that's probably 50% of the time he has the children. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it's a judgment call, Sam. Put to one side the fact that you have an order in place at the moment. You have to always, even though he has parental responsibility and there is a court order, you are always putting the welfare of the children first. Okay. Yeah. And if you think that by allowing them to attend contact puts their safety in danger, then you can exercise your parents' responsibility and stop that from happening. Um, yeah. Is is it something that, that you, you know, is it a real threat or, or, or are these just silly things that happen, you know, that you think actually he, he's not normally like this or, or is this a real he threat? Is like he is. Um, well, then, then you... Yeah, you it, I think if I can be blunt, Sam, you know what to do, given that you are the kid's main carer. I think you're just asking for, you know, a little bit of confidence, really, in that is it okay to do it? Because you've got a court order in place, and I totally get that. But the answer to that is yes, it is. See, the thing is, like, obviously, I know what he'll do um, if the girls don't go for contact. um, He will phone the police and try and enforce that order. That's absolutely um, fine. The, pl- the police won't. The police won't get involved, Sam. They'll tell him to go back to court, and he'll have to go back to yeah. court and take you back for a breach of the order. Yeah, it's like he's. Um, he's. I. I got an email this morning from um, my daughter. One of my daughters is in secondary school. She's in high school now, um, and I got a letter from this, an email from the school this morning telling me that he is banned from the school site yeah. because of being aggressive, and that was the first time he collected her from the school. Um, yeah. Well, look, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think you know the writing's on the wall, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to leave that one with you, Sam. But thanks for the question. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank it, you. It really helps when people like Sam ask those sort of questions because there's there's others of you out there that are going through exactly the same thing, um, and I hear this a lot from parents. You know, they they know what's going on is wrong. But they're like, I've got a court order in place. I don't want to breach it. What do I do? Um, and you, you know, deep down, you, you, you've got to look after the children. You have got to put the children's the, the, the safety needs of the children first. Okay, um, Tara. Oh, you disappeared. I did invite you up, Tara, but um, don't know what's happened there. 
JJ, you are up next whenever you're ready. Ask me your question. What happens at a non-mole hearing, please? Oh, that's a kind of a big question. Um, hi, Joey. JJ, what's your question? Hello, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Hello, um, I'm just, I've got um, a few problems with my ex-boyfriend who I'm co-parenting with. Yeah. And problem that he keeps coming up and he keeps saying is, uh, we haven't actually been together since I've had her. Yeah. A week when I was pregnant with her, um, I got a boyfriend just after she was born. He's been in her life, she's five now. And um, we've recently split up, but he still sees my daughter. Yeah. My, her, her biological father um, is not happy that she sees him when he comes to see my son. Does he have a right to say who can see my daughter or not? When, when, he, when she's in your care? Yes, when no. she's in my care. No. He's saying that she shouldn't be seeing him because he doesn't like him, but there's no, there's no threat, no nothing. I just wanted to know that legally he can't tell me who I can and can't have in her life when she's in my care. No, absolutely not. And the nothing. same way, the same yeah. way as you have to respect his PR, um, and and he yeah. can't, he can't dictate you. Sorry, you can't dictate to him what he does when when she's in his care. No. Okay. All right. Um, another thing was another question was. Um, if I was to take it back to court, is it possible that you ask for like a no contact thing? Because every week it's I get abuse over something or other, and it just it's a bit draining on me now. So if it's affecting you, Jay, it might yeah. not be fair to stop contact between the father and the child. What I would say yeah. is, um, go at it a little bit more strategically and take yourself out of the equation. You know, is there a third party that could assist? Can he collect from school, drop back from school? Because if the only issue is that you're getting all the abuse, you can get a non-molestation and you can, you know, stop all that from happening. It doesn't necessarily mean that contact's got to stop. Unless, of course, there's a safety issue for the child. No, no, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm happy for him to go. It's just, it's just his messages to me every week, it's... It's every day and it's just not something I want to yeah. deal with after five years anymore. Yeah. Um, consider either a parenting app or a third party to step in and help. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. No worries. Thanks, Jay. Bye-bye. Hi, Jay. What's your question? I just had a question about... Um, my wife has um, made false allegations with me. Um, yeah. And we have a nine, had a nine-month-old baby at the time. Yeah. And she here on a spouse visa and social services were involved. The case um, had been dropped with me, but my child is not, um, so is in the care of her under social services. So they've moved from this borough to another another area. And I'm not sure what, um, what I can do, you know, in terms of having contact with my child, because um, nobody's really helping. Um, have you made an application to the court, Jay? No, not at all. Not okay. at this stage. Okay. So that's the first thing. Because everybody seems to be uh, fogging me off. Don't, don't, don't worry about what everyone else is saying. Um, remember that it's your child's right to have a relationship with you. Okay. So the first step you need to make is, if you're not having regular contact, is to make a C100 application. All right? C100. And, yeah. Okay. And everything will then come out in the wash. So you're going to go to court and say, I want to have a relationship with my child. 
and your ex is going to say, and the reason I'm saying no is because of A, B and C. And then the court will take it from there and the court will investigate um, exactly what, what's happened and they'll make a finding. They'll either find in your favour or in her favour. But you, you know, don't, don't get too caught up in what everyone else is saying and thinking and telling you. Just make the application would, would be my suggestion. Okay. All right. I'll take it from you. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jay. Bye-bye. Lil, you are next. So whenever you're ready, ask me your question. Um. Yeah, my son um, has got a child and he was, he thought he was the um, father. Yeah. Turns out that he wasn't the father. Um, and he's, he's got another kid as well. Um, does he lose his PR now that he's not the um, biological father? Yeah, if he's not the biological father, then he doesn't have the right to have parental responsibility, unless it's ordered okay. by the court. Okay, because he, he has him 50% of the time. Yeah. Because um, obviously he's, he's got a brother with him. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he pays maintenance and... Yeah. and all that sort of stuff so and his if, name's on the birth certificate oh okay if the name's on the birth certificate i mean obviously we you know we, we need to do these things properly so the birth certificate should really be amended um but okay. what what he could say to the court is look i i genuinely thought the child was mine um, i'm having the yeah. child 50 percent of the time and he can get what we call court ordered parental responsibility because he is a big part of the child's life um, and he's yeah. having him for half of half of the time so, yeah. but I, I would, I would, so I would urge him to make the application to get court ordered PR, but also to do the right thing by the child and have the birth certificate amended. I think that's really okay. important. Doesn't have to. Yeah, but I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lil. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Danny, you are next up. What's your question? Hi. So I'm currently going through court. Um, my ex partner was really violent towards me throughout the pregnancy and when my son was four weeks old he beat the crap out of me um and now he's taking me to court for contact because there was 10 months of him having contact but he was being inconsistent changing day changing times changing the amounts even taking my newborn son to random women's houses during lockdown and getting my newborn son to bond with these random women we've had a fact finder um the judge has ruled in my favour, but uh, the Section 7 report now recommends contact. And to me, that is just the worst thing in the world that could ever happen. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what's going to happen at the next hearing, but I want to ask the question of if any sort of contact is um, made by the courts, can I go against it because I just he, he he doesn't want contact for the right reasons he wants it to say look everybody um I've won she's you know because the police haven't took it any further either um so he's just happy to kind of do it for for shits and giggles to be quite blunt um and I'm doing it for the right reasons I don't think that I mean he's stayed in court that he never wanted my son and that attract him so you know that's that says everything, but he's managed now to manipulate the social worker and um, get her on side. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I guess I'm wondering whether if anything is made for contact, could I go against it? And it, obviously in the best interest of my son, because he, he's never known him 
since he was what 10 months old he's two now Danny let me let me let me jump in there so obviously I can't as a solicitor and therefore an officer of the court tell you to go against a court order that's the first thing so I can't I can't say that um you know if if the court deem it safe for your child to have contact and they therefore go on to make a contact order um then I I wouldn't advise you to go against that however what I would say that if he is only doing this for giggles, as you put it, um, then even with a court order in place, is he actually going to have the contact? Do you know what I mean? If all this is about for him is the win, then let him have the win, is what I would say. Um, you know, If you can't convince the court that there is no genuine motivation from him and that he only wants this for the win, and the court go ahead and make the contact application, it might be that you don't have too much to worry about anyway. Because, it, 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 you know, he, he's not going to have the contact, is he? Is he going to bother turning up to collect him? Um, it, it's not so much It's not so much that, because I think that he will. He's in the military, so he's got a lot to prove to everybody. Um, it's, it's more the effect he's going to have on my son. My son's already got delayed speech and sort of, you know, emotional things going on with him due to yeah. all the abuse. Yeah. And the, I, I feel like the courts and the social workers have just kind of dismissed that and said, right, uh, but, but you know, you, a father but, needs to be in a child's life. But you said, and Danny, I agree with that to an extent. But you said, Danny, that, that you've had the fact find and they found in your favour. Yeah, yeah, she did. But then she didn't want to grant the non-molestation until my solicitor popped up yeah, and but said, that's Listen, different. if you don't, then you're going to be disbarred, basically. Do you know what I mean? Because he, he has been sexually abusive to me. He has been violently abusive to me. Yeah, but let's, mean, he was in... let's, let's separate it out, Danny. The non-molestation is with regards to you. Lots of people have non-molestations against their exes. doesn't mean that their exes can't then have contact with the children, okay? So I think what, what you need to do is use your solicitor. Clearly, you've got a solicitor. Um, you need to use your solicitor to say to the court, look, if the court are minded to grant contact, then we have to take this, this and this into account. And this is the kind of contact that he should be having. It might be an hour on a Saturday or whatever it might be. Um, but don't think that because the non-molestation wasn't granted, that that's going to then have an impact on the on the children. If the fact find found in your favour, that will have a bigger impact on the children because that's part of the children's proceedings. Yeah. All right. Okay, thank okay. you. Okay, all right. Thanks, Danny. Bye. Cheers. Um, Jack Martin, you are next on my list. What's your question? Um, it's a bit of a different question. It's to do with a car accident I was in. I have a court case tomorrow. I just wondered if I could talk to you about that. Oh, Jack, I would love to, but that's totally out of my area. So all I do is family law, so divorces and finances oh, okay. and custody. I'm no so problem. sorry. All right. Thanks, Jack. Thank Thanks you. for waiting. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, bless him. And he's been in the queue and waited as well. Um, Kylie Marie, you're next on my list. Yeah, um, I was just wondering, um, basically, I was married for 11 years. Um, yeah. The relationship ended due to domestic violence. Yeah. We have a 13-year-old daughter together. Yeah. Um, but he emotionally abusing her and his current girlfriend through messages. Yeah. Um, so how can I stop and enter all of this? To, to the abusive messages, do, do you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, is there any way that I could get, like, sort of contact to stop through, like, courts or anything? How do I do that? So who, who's he abusing, Kylie? You or the child? Um, 
my daughter, the 13-year-old. He oh. also abuses me, but I've blocked all contact with him. So he messages her and he like mentally abuses her and makes her feel guilty Does about he... not going to see him anymore and okay. stuff like that. I think I think you just need to block him from from you know from your daughter's or your daughter's um, devices. He just needs to be blocked, doesn't he? Because if, if she's not yes. having any contact with him and she doesn't want contact with him... Um, then she can block him at 13. That If, if she wants to do yeah. that, she can do that. So if she wanted... So obviously she's done that now, yeah. but if he was to go to court and get an order to see her, yeah. is she old enough to stand up in court and say that she doesn't want no. to? No. So, so, the, so the, court, the court don't have children in court. No, absolutely not. Yeah. But what would happen is that the court would send Kafkas out to have a word with her and and why yeah. you know ask her why she blocked dad and why she doesn't want to have contact and all she'd have to do is show them all the messages that she's received from dad but no she wouldn't okay, no, she that's... wouldn't be asked to go into court no absolutely not okay no that's great and also um because we're taking her on holiday next year in march would we do i have to get his permission because he still kind of wants that control of having to ask that permission from him um is there a court order in place no, there isn't. Are you going anywhere that needs the consent of both parents, like, for example, Argentina, when you when you travel? Um, so we're going to Lanzarote You'll in be March. Fine. You'll be fine. So Lanzarote aren't going to ask you um, for father's permission at, at um, when you okay. arrive. Um, and if there's no court order in place, then no, not really. OK, no, that's great. All Thank right. you very much. No problem. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. There is this myth, I'm just going to let people know, I get asked a lot about holidays. Do I need the other party's permission to take my child on holiday? And can I just book a holiday and go? And the first thing that we've got to check is always, is there a court order in place? Because if there's a court order in place, even if it's silent with regard to holidays, there is some procedure that you need to know. So that's the first thing. But secondly, no, if there's no court order in place, you don't need the other side's permission really to go on a family holiday um, but it does depend on where you're going so for example um, I always use Argentina as, a, as an example when I when I tell this um, to clients but if you go into certain countries like Argentina you will be asked if you are traveling without the father have you got father's permission have you got some document that allows you to take this child um, out of your country but for the majority, for example, Europe, America, Australia, Canada, uh, Mexico, places like that, you're, you're not asked. So obviously I don't propose to know every country and what their entry requirements are. I'm not immigration. Um, but by all means, check the country first of all. Um, and then if there's no court order in place, you don't necessarily need uh, permission. If the other parent wishes to stop you, they would apply for what we call a prohibited steps order. And generally speaking, as long as there's no threat for abduction, the court's going to want the child to go on holiday. So, you know, it's a difficult application to stop a, um, a parent from taking a child on holiday. Unless, as I say, there's risk of abduction, then the court might say no. All right. But typically, um, you know, for a family holiday, depending on the child's age as well, um, they, they will say yes. All right. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there. It's seven o'clock. I hope that's helped. Thank you, everybody. Louise, hello. You're becoming a very familiar face in the lounge. I see you all the time. 
um, there. Thank you for joining me. Um, apologies to those still with their hand up that I didn't get to you, but I will be back on Monday as ever, six o'clock. We'll do another hour of family law questions. Until then, guys, stay safe, look after yourself and enjoy your weekend. Bye bye.